go, Kevin. Mm. You're your point lead for tonight. This is your I'm point lead. Oh shit, I am point lead. Yes. This is your night, man. To shine. All right. <clears throat> Where's my big microphone? <laughs> <laughs> This microphone is inadequate. Well, you know what? We all live together now, so we can all order our own microphones. <laughs> spend the money? Fuck that. <laughs> Who wants to spend money, dude? Stop. There, look, your microphone's a little bit taller now. That's gonna fall and fucking ruin one of my questions. <laughs> okay, it's it's fine. I'm here. I'll just like. Okay. I need the paper. What, what, what's it There say? is no paper. Just Fuck. just go. Just say. Just introduce. Just go. All right. Are we introducing podcast or like? Yeah. Oh. What is this? What is this, Kevin? Why are we here? What are we doing? By the way, I forget. What the fuck are we calling this segment? Four dudes, one interview. Four dudes, one interview? Four dudes interview. Four, Four dudes, dudes interview. interview. That's yes. right. Okay. God, we are not creative. Um... Welcome to the Four Dudes Interview. Fucking hold on. Four Dudes Interview. That's how we're going to say it. <laughs> we interview you. We interview you. How you do. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. How you do. We interview you. Four Dudes Interview uh, in progress. We got... um. None of this is getting cut out. What? None of None this of is getting cut. cut out. It's, it's going to be a five minute intro. Mm-hmm. Mm. Enjoy that. <laughs> Carry what on. do I pay you for, audio? You don't pay me anything. Carry <laughs> on. <laughs> All right. Um, this is a, I guess, four dudes interview. Uh, you it's know, we're interviewing dudes. a bartender today by the name of Christina. Christina. All right. Hello, Christina. Hi. Um, fuck. I don't really know where. Like, uh, how does it feel to be here in the thing? Nobody's listening to. I guess. <laughs> warm it is fucking warm <laughs> well when you're in a tiny sweatshop you know and you're stuck in here with my parents always told me this would happen a few thick people you know a few thick people <laughs> <laughs> it happens uh, you say sweatshop my mind immediately goes to fucking like um like Oh, sweatshop. Yeah, like a Chinese sw- fucking sweatshop. So I'm sitting here like, these people are probably listening being like, oh, you know, where the fucking chop? You guys are in a sweatshop. Oh, I don't know. I'm fucking drinking. <laughs> I mean, I would hope our viewers know that we're not in a literal, like, <laughs> we're not actually in a fucking sweatshop. <laughs> we're like in a figurative sweatshop, you know. Sometimes it feels like a sweatshop. Lee, get back to work. Insert. <laughs> <laughs> Insert Chinese sound effect. <laughs> Drop silverware. <laughs> okay, cut that out though. <laughs> Drop silverware. Um. All right. Uh. So let's start from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, where what, are you from? What What do you do for a living? Where are you from? Yeah. We already you? established that. Yeah. Shut up. Okay. Uh, originally, I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, traveled a bit. Joined the military. Ended up in lovely Houston, Texas, where mosquitoes are trying to kill me, and humidity humidity made me pretty much shave my head because it's dumb. Yes. Mm. Humidity. The air <laughs> is very wet over here. <laughs> uh, mosquitoes are trying to do the job that uh, corrupt politicians couldn't, right? What was it like growing up in Las Vegas? Uh, it, was, it was very interesting, and I think there's... A huge culture shock going anywhere else because 
it's a city that's very 24 hours like you can make it hey I want to go get a tattoo at four in the morning because I'm drunk and I've been gambling all night and there's definitely gonna be like tattoo shops open or bars open and like leave a bar at six in the morning I think it's worth noting right now that those are literally the only things open at four o'clock in the morning in Not Houston. in Las Vegas. Oh, we were talking about Las Vegas. I know. <laughs> yeah. Everything's open in Vegas. Uh, I'm retarded. Yeah. Here in Houston, I mean, it's a different story. Oh, yeah, everything horrible. seems to close early around yeah, here. Fucking yeah, fucking Which is weird, because it's a city. A big city. It's not just the yeah. city. It's like a fucking record-breaking population density city. One of the we're biggest. Like the fourth, fourth largest yeah. city yeah. in the United States behind Chicago. And it blows my mind when you go somewhere on a Saturday and they close at like 7 o'clock. And it's like, what? Hey, man, it ain't too safe on these streets anymore, man. You got to do what you got to do. What kind of fucking Taco Bell closes at, like, 9? I just want to say, like, you're missing out on, like, half of your fucking, like... Okay. You're missing out if you're going to Taco Bell with all the taquerias in Houston. Yeah, we're in Houston. Why are you You going to to Taco Bell? Okay, but Taco Bell has a specific taste. It has that drunk taste There is literally... A drive-thru taco stand here in Houston that is open 24-7. Yeah, now do you want to bring up the point that Houston is fucking enormous and going to that taco stand would be largely inconvenient? At 3 in the morning? Yes. Your longest... Also, where are these open at 3 a.m. fucking taco stands that you're talking about? Because all the ones, like... Okay. We didn't base our house search off of taco stands. (laughs) Okay, we should have. Y'all are messing up. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. I'm not gonna search it up right now. We'll Tacos search it up later. Are priority. Taco Madre. Search like, it up. I'm just saying, like all the ones I'm talking, all the ones that I go to are like closed at like fucking five. It's like I don't mean to get racy or anything, but it's like a Mexicans don't acknowledge like people eat dinner. <laughs> you know, like you you can eat before fucking five. It's okay. Okay. Do you, I don't. I don't think that's a race thing. You just need to look. You just need to look. Yeah, it's more of like a fuck yeah. people who have taco stands. Thing. There's plenty of like if a white dude owned one for some reason. Fuck him too. Maybe you might not find five. a taco truck that's open at four o'clock in the morning, but you'll definitely find like uh, definitely find a taqueria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Point me in the direction. After Push. this, I got you. After <laughs> this, <laughs> we'll do it. So why'd you leave uh, Vegas? Um, I was, I grew up there my whole life, and I think that's just kind of a thing when you grow up somewhere so long, you and you're leave? just like, I yeah. need to get out of here. So, I joined the military when I was 17, and that just kind of put me on the track to end up at in terrible places. <laughs> it was like, go on. Yeah, just like roulette. Like, let's throw a dart at the worst kind of climate and place in America or the country. And, like, you're going to just go live there. So, basically, like, the first one was, like, Las Vegas to uh, South Carolina. <laughs> I have never been to the Carolinas. Um, so, what happened? What, uh, what branch of the military? I was in the Army. Nobody was shocked. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> the Army is, like, notoriously bad. That was the joke. I also just splashed booze on my face, <laughs> and that's notable. Yeah, and you're the one that tried to join the Air Force, so... Hey, okay, Air Force <laughs> has money in it, I am doing all right? way better than you. Would no, they splash alcohol the on their face? What? Would they splash alcohol on their face? 
Actually, yes. I have a few friends in the Air Force, and I have seen them do some crazy shit. <laughs> There's this coin game that they play. I don't understand the rules, but apparently if you don't have one, you have to get drunk. That's actually, like, branch-wide. That's all of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Air Force isn't special. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> the ASVAP scores are high. <laughs> I'm just They're the same. Okay, so of the places that you live that you have lived like what would you rank houston um houston this is i've been here about five years and it is the longest i've lived anywhere of my own free will so right now houston's probably my favorite because i'm still here (laughs) (laughs) but and a lot of that is you know it's nice to live in a city again coming from a big city or coming from a city and las vegas isn't that big but uh there is, like, going to any other city, like, New York and stuff, like, people are kind of dicks, like, just for no reason. Yeah. And Houston, like, people are generally, like, I guess that, quote-unquote, southern hospitality thing. You've never worked at a movie theater, obviously. Right? Fucking Christ. <laughs> Where, fucking throw me some of that fucking southern hospitality, nice please. And that's why I got into bartending, because I get to be a dick at work, and, like, they're like, yeah, you're allowed to do that. <laughs> it's the dream. <laughs> Customer is always right unless they're drunk, <laughs> and then you get to be a jerk. Whoever invented that phrase, I just want to find <laughs> them and fucking kill them. Right? Like I'm not like the murderous kind of person, but whoever did that first needs to fucking die. They probably are dead. That's been a phrase for a while. Yeah. Bring them back and kill them. All right. Find their family. Just end it all. We can't have a mistake like that happening again. (laughs) The customer is always right, family. Cut them all out. There you go. Acid bath. Let's do it. (laughs) I mean, no. Murder is wrong and not condoned by anyone at the Four Dudes, uh, I guess, podcast or whatever. Yes. Don't murder. They can speak for that, you know. But me... You know what? No. No, we take a stand today. We take a stand. If you're listening to this and find out who invented the phrase, uh, fucking, you know, like, uh, the customer is always right, kill them on sight. Fucking death to those people. I'm not apologizing. I'm not. I don't see any reason to. Yeah, fuck them. Kill them. Yeah, no reason. I, I will call for the death of those people, and if they die and it ends up on my hands, I will fucking take a shower in that blood. I don't care how much of it ends up on me. Yeah, so like, that was a metaphor for the blood on me. Start like thing. a nationwide manhunt. Damn fucking epic. right. Murder them all. Whoever did that is directly responsible for like the fucking sadness and anger of entry level workers everywhere, and they should be like fucking publicly killed. So let me ask, don't cut that out. <laughs> uh, where are some? Where have you like bartended at? Um, I bartended at a couple places. I used to live in this small, terrible town called Abilene, Texas. Abilene, Texas. I've heard of that place. <laughs> what area of Texas is that in? Very west. Very west Texas. Uh, Bible Belt, Texas. Oh no! I mean, uh, you know, I don't, I, I don't have any biases. I mean, I don't either, but, you know, No biases. I totally do. (laughs) (laughs) Tattoos and mohawks, I just stuck out pretty much, so. Um, I had, like, a job there, and I bartended at, like, a Chinese restaurant. Like, 
six years ago or something, or probably longer than that. And then coming out here, I would pick up shifts. Like I would, me and my friend like work weddings and bartend there. Um, I was working at a place called Love Buzz, which is probably my like niche is just a bar that sells pizza, like bougie ass pizza. And I've actually that was like there. their little gimmick. It's pretty cool. It's yeah, it's a, it's a stoner '90s bar with pizza. It was actually like pretty dope. And then I currently am at another pizza bar <laughs> <laughs> on a college campus. See, okay, uh, quite a few of those. <laughs> real quick edit point. Actually, uh, the time I went to that place was with Blaze. Nice. Yeah, like uh, it was like a fucking year, year half ago maybe. Uh, but it was pretty chill. I was probably working. Yeah, I was just like, I, like I, I, it was like uh, some bigger, uh, some pretty okay looking dude. Like, was at the like uh, the bar? And we, I don't think, we, no, we did get pizza. We totally did get pizza. I know who you're talking about. Yes. But, uh, yeah, and I, I still, I love that dude to death. Scott Hoff. <laughs> I don't think that's awesome that t-shirt. Point would have it was to like be... pizza slut or something. Yeah, you know? no, I have like seven of those still oh, what? at my house. I want one. How much for one? <laughs> I'll just give you. I mean, if it'll fit, I also cut up my t-shirts. Whatever. I'll like cut like, the sleeves off, right, and then I'll sleeves. make it look all like fucking cool and intentional. Hey, Kevin. So, hmm. Harry Gordon Selfridge coined the term "the customer is always right." <laughs> All right, you heard that, everyone. Find him Where and kill live? him. Well, he died May eighth, nineteen forty-six. Dig him up and desecrate Whoa. his corpse. We can we can Search celebrate because it's May. See if he has like, any living relatives. Celebrate the <laughs> right? Check his living relatives. Wait, you can search. Did down you the say line. May eighth? Yeah, May. Yeah, 8th. he's been dead. So for a while. years ago, me and my friends made up a holiday. Basically, we all just go and get, like, root-brewing drunk, and there's confetti involved, and blah, blah, mm. blah. But it is on May 8th, and it's called Mace, so now I'm just going to start celebrating that guy's death. Mace? <laughs> Mace. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Okay. Mace is the shit. So, he has a great-granddaughter yeah, left, and from what it looks like... <laughs> yeah. Is she hot? No. <laughs> Murder. Kill. Does she, does she look like a she I looks like she's got one foot in the grave already. Oh, I figured she would have like. Well, that. let's help her out. <laughs> I figured she would have like the "I want to speak to your manager" haircut. If anybody had it, we uh, totally had a character. I have an older woman actually. Fetish, no, so she looks like, like right here. she looks like a yeah a grandmother. That's all up on me, bro. Well, we gotta kill her then. <laughs> actually, find out who her kids are. She has no children. For real. What? Nice. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> now who will we kill? You gotta kill the old lady. <laughs> Nobody, nobody can be killed. The, fa- the the line is dying. The line is dying as we speak. Good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <just> good. <laughs> so anyway, how'd you get into bartending? Yeah. Um, had like a few service industry jobs. Like, uh, I was actually uh, working as a veterinary technician because in the military I was a medic. Da, 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 so, like animals more than I like people. So I was like, oh, I'll go into that. And, uh, yeah, had a, one of my part-time jobs was just cocktail server and stuff like that. And I was around it and I was also like, I want to do that. So yeah, got into bartending. It's a lot easier on your body. Like I feel bad because cocktail servers, like waitresses, stuff like that have it so fucking hard because 
yeah, you live you live off of tips. Like mm-hmm. I get paid two twenty five an hour. I don't get a Oof. paycheck. It just goes straight to taxes. Oof. Like, I can't tell you the last time I got a paycheck. Oof. So all of mine is basically off of like whatever people tip you. And you're like a waitress or server like that. Like yeah, you have to like do the smile and be like really fucking nice, especially with those customers always right people. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Bartenders, there's like a little bit more leeway. To an extent, like, obviously, yes, I am still relying on your tips, and I get a lot where people are just like, no tip, and I'm like, do you realize that, like, there's fucked up laws that say I don't need to get minimum wage? Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I have brought it up before. I've been in places, like, Mm, I've been in bars. I've been in bars where, like, even the owner, like, for instance, the owner of one of the bars I worked at, he had to, like, help me with a shift because I was the only one there. So he was bartending, and mm-hmm. somebody left, like, a 20-cent tip just to round it out to an even dollar. Wow. <laughs> and, yeah, and he was just all like, hey, man, what's wrong with your service? How's your drink? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, and I kind of just took a took a shoe from that. And it is one of those things, like, obviously not everybody knows that service industry gets usually two dollars, two thirteen an hour, I think, is what they legally have to pay you you're doing humanity a discredit um they know they're just assholes well and it, i mean but that's it's also texas this isn't a thing in most states and houston is a melting pot where people come from all over that's true mm-hmm. as fuck yeah but like you know bartending las vegas and your minimum at like a shitty dive bar is gonna be nine dollars an hour yeah plus tips that's insane. I hate the tipping system in America so much. <laughs> I have a special loathing for that. A lot of people do. It's like, a lot of so bad. It's, yeah. You should not be surviving on your tips. Tips should be something you receive for good service, and then like you make a normal fucking hourly wage yeah. like goddamn everybody well, motherfucking else. And, there, and there's uh, countries, so. like, tipping is considered incredibly rude. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. in Europe, so you know, back in the day, actually, history lesson, people. <laughs> um, back in the day, it was actually considered unpatriotic to tip. Adam ruins everything. Check it the fuck out. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, it was actually considered unpatriotic because it, like, it was like uh, you were trying to get special service by tipping them. That was why you were throwing them the so extra money. Mm-hmm. chauvinistic. Yeah. Uh, so you know, basically, everyone who uh, you know, every employer out there listening or not uh you know who like you know uses tipping as like a primary source of income for their employees is a piece of shit and should be nailed to a fucking spike but you know like you know, whatever not yeah. calling for the deaths of people <laughs> that's gonna be like 80 percent of the episode is to yeah. be like kill murder. this person murder them publicly hang them and <laughs> if you're listening please make a list <laughs> a list of all yeah, the put people. Put it down, all right. All I will pay you twenty dollars for every person you. Can. No, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Need some quick cash? <laughs> no, no. Yes, but continue. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. But at the same time, I can't really complain. Like I still bartend. I do really like it, and there are people that are just like, "Here's money," because there are a lot of people, especially yeah. who go to bars, and I've done it before too and you just go there to hang out i'll go out just because i want to be social but i don't want to so i'm just gonna sit at the bar and drink 
and like the bartender is really cool to me and we're hanging out i'm not gonna be your friend outside of this because you probably you see this 500 times a day and i'm not gonna bug you so it's like oh god this is gonna sound terrible it's not like you're a whore for money but like you definitely are trying to make people feel special so they give you money it's like um okay. what, what what would you call that in any other case scenario uh, uh, begging right oh. like yeah <laughs> oh yeah no prostitute yeah yeah because you're not you're not begging Kind of, kind of. If you're like kissing somebody's ass to get extra money, it's low key begging a little bit. Mm. It's unjust. Low key, I have found out that like snarky comments and like just wit has gotten me better results than hey y'all doing okay? Is there anything I can get for you and be in your face all the goddamn time? But if I start talking shit to you like you're one of my friends, then yeah usually pans out a lot better so i kind of get to you know just because i think people expect that from a bartender yeah they don't really expect the waitress side because yeah you're not a waitress you're you're usually sitting sitting with your family or something when it comes to that like if you're in a bar setting it's usually it's a one-on-one kind of thing exactly that like people want to go to a bar so they can feel like they're friendly with everyone yeah you're not going to talk shit to a guy that like is taking his date out to dinner yeah yeah (laughs) yeah that's true typically I don't know, my per my personal favorite bartenders are like the shit talkers. I really like that. Like um I don't know. Like being entertained. Yeah. And I mean a lot of the time it's it's doing it for our own entertainment. Like you work eight to ten hour shifts and you're on your feet and you're running back and forth. And I mean, if I talk shit all day, I'm gonna have a great day at work. Like <laughs> This shit was funny. I laughed. They laughed. Toaster laughed. Shot the toaster. I don't know. I wish I could. <laughs> I wish we could talk shit to our customers. Right. Exactly. Sometime. It's oh so cathartic. God. You could talk shit with your customers. Like the regular ones. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's very cathartic. <laughs> you remember uh, when we were at work, right? And that one guy turned around. He was like, so did Ed Sheeran go get the fucking cat? Oh, yeah. Cream? You told me about that. <laughs> That was fucking hilarious. Fucking prick. Fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> after yeah, yeah, after yeah. I left. For the record, if he would have said it right there, would have been fine. But he waited till I left. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, did Ed Sheeran go get the candy? He became my instant favorite customer. Right there. <laughs> I don't care. If I was there, it would have been cool. But he waited till I left. To be fair, though, like, I mean, like, let's say you're the customer, right? And you want to talk shit about the manager. You're not going to do it with the customer while the manager's right sure. fucking there because they I, won't be able to have fun with it yeah but i've been told by multiple customers that i look like ed sharon so i already know <laughs> i already know what's up like is there any way to get mistaken for at work <laughs> what's the uh, worst kind of co- oh, i'm sorry what did you ask i don't i don't th- uh a cockatoo or a tank <laughs> girl <laughs> What? <laughs> wow, Tank Girl. <laughs> tank Girl? Tank Girl. That's, tank that's girl actually pretty fucking times. cool. That's a deep reference. <laughs> but also, I fucking love that movie. You yeah. should also feel honored that you're compared to... Um, I'm okay with it. What's her name? What's her name? Laura Petty. Right? Laura, Laura I mean, Petty? I read the comic books. I've seen the movie like a couple times, but yeah. either way, I'm like, that's dope. That actually I'm okay with it. I've actually thing. done like... I've bartended dressed up as a tank girl before for like Halloween. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's Tip City right there. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that was a good fucking night. 
So what's the worst kind of customer? Uh, <laughs> I have to pick one. No, you can no. give us yeah. five. Go down you can okay. give us All right. Uh, so I mean, put them on blast. Now is the time to get right. vengeance. We want their Listen, name, name, what they the name, like. last name, where they live. I don't give a fuck. One, fuck. my biggest pet peeve and like the worst ones are obviously my bartender. And I'm I work on a college campus right now. Like I bartend on a college campus, so there's. All one of a lot all of them are bad there, well there's like i mean there's a lot of people that like are underage and i'm not ta- like i'm fuck you i'm not losing my job for your dumb shit people come in like who goes to a bar without an id yeah like who I goes ask, anywhere if without i ask an ID? yeah if i ask yeah. for your id and you're like oh i forgot it and i was like nah okay well and i'll be like okay sorry i can't serve you mm-hmm. the worst ones are people like but I'm a bartender. I work so well. Then you fucking know. Don't yeah. ask me for shit because you're you should be doing the same thing at work. Otherwise, you're probably a terrible fucking person. Exactly. But that's yeah. That's the one they're like, or they just get so offended because mm-hmm. they don't have their ID, and I'm like, well, that sucks. I'm 23. Okay, like shit. I don't. You look like you're 92, but. Not really. <laughs> you look good. You look fucking haggard, but uh, no, you're just being a dick now, so leave. Yeah. Those are pretty bad. Uh, what else? Uh, the super too drunk guy that is trying to buy girls that want to be left alone drinks. And mm. then... Always that guy. Uh, the guy that's just a huge asshole because he got cut off. Well, don't do dumb shit. And the girls that puke all over the bathroom. Oof. Like. I want to see that. Oh, no, you don't. You know what? You no, no, I do. I want to see, like, this, like, you might projectile s- vomit come out of, <laughs> like, the nicest looking I little girl you, ever. You do not want to smell it. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Cautionary fucking gas mask walking into that bitch. I have seen so much vomit in my life. And Damn. I want to see how much vomit can come out of like the sweetest, kindest little motherfucker you can find. Okay. So, what is like the worst experience? Uh, they either involve vomit, or there was a bar that I was working at, and a bunch of people came over afterwards and started a fight by the jukebox <laughs> for some dumb shit. And like this dude got cold cocked, broke his glasses spewing blood from his nose and I was the only one working and I had to like literally leap over the bar and like grab this dude by the collar and drag him out as about you know because the guy this is in Montrose which is you know an interesting part of town Mm -hmm. and this guy's like I'm calling the cops I'm filing assault charges and I'm like just trying to split him up Mm -hmm. bar is full I'm the only bartender about it's 140 which last call is at 145 and this bar is full because you can't serve liquor past 2 a.m in the state of texas Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) and as all this is happening about 15 cops show up (laughs) and they need to speak to the manager i'm the manager (laughs) it's me and about 40 people are trying to close out their tabs because they're like oh my god a cop's here i gotta go Mm -hmm. because they're all wasted yeah, that was fun. 
It wasn't fun. Somebody fell out of a window once. <laughs> Didn't you want to uh, get catch <laughs> This probably wasn't the worst one, but one of the most amusing ones is like the uncomfortable moment of like I found two people like fucking on a ski ball game. Oh wow! Hey. On a ski ball game. I mean, oh, that's wrong. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> and I'm just like peeking around the corner. I'm like, I should stop them. This is awkward. Also, yeah, someone should take a picture. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna want to tell their grandkids that story. I'm sure. I would. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Just take a picture and hand it to them. Mm. Just give it to them. Yeah, you like pull out one of those polar. Yeah, I was gonna say like, <laughs> just pull out the Polaroid, all yeah. fucking, you know, like. Uh... You know what's really sad about the Polaroid? I recently went to a friend's wedding, and they had the Polaroid station, like where you can take Polaroids or whatever bullshit they do at weddings. Wow. I couldn't figure out how to work the fucking Polaroid. It's a what? Yeah. Jacob. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> what is wrong with you, man? We're trying to do it. Like, it was like two of us, and we're like, what the hell? Is it like the old school pool? No, it was, like, it like was the, one of the newer the ones. Button. It's like the rectangle thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Some kids were messing with it before, and then we came up trying to do it. And then, yeah, it didn't. Looks at photos. I felt Finds dinosaurs on it. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure they have that like filter on Instagram. No one has to know. Yeah. Except now, probably people are gonna know i don't think it's <laughs> no one uses a polaroid anymore obviously because i didn't know how to work one i'm happy the polaroid industry died polaroids are cool man no they're not instant photo you just want to kill everything today it's because he has had i don't want to kill he's on a show so he... <laughs> Say i don't want to kill everything i just want everything to die total difference okay. takes personal responsibility mm-hmm. right out of the equation <laughs> So you don't have to kill anything. Yeah, exactly. If everything just died, I would be okay. No, I'm just kidding. I can't even describe the way I'm looking at you now. <laughs> yeah, you can. Your eyes are like turned to the right side, and you're looking at me with your hand like holding the left side of your face. So you were able to describe it, yeah. not me. Well, I guess that's the difference between you and me. I can describe faces. <laughs> I'm not even that drunk. That's the crazy thing. Like, I know. No. I know, dude. <laughs> this is just like my persona. Next question. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Wait, I want to ask the next question. So now. Selfridge's grandson... <laughs> became a pioneer. You call this three dudes. One became now. a pioneer in artificial intelligence. Apparently. Oh, so he's like still alive. He's in the computer. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> transcend. Um, his other grandson, apparently died in 2008, was a professor of mathematics and computer science at the University of Florida. Kevin. Death to him. Again. He's dead. And was called by many the grandfather of digital simulation. The grandfather of my dick. So it's possible Harry Gordon Selfridge is still alive in a computer somewhere. Hmm. All I can think of is Captain America. (laughs) That's America's ass. Oh, wait, have you? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Spoiler alert. It's it's been long enough now. We can talk about Avengers. 
No, we can't. But anyway, next, yeah, we next question. <laughs> We're not even going to upload this until like fucking forever from now. So yeah. How do you know? How do you know I'm not uploading it right now? As we speak. Because we're recording it, and now I can upload you haven't live even, recordings. Have you even done the stuff for the other episodes? No, like... no. but I can upload live recordings. <laughs> I'm just saying, that? it's there. It's possible. We can do it. The viewers will probably. Be Iron like, Man dies at the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, next question. What's the next question? All right. Um. I don't know. What's like the funniest thing? Like, what what is the most joyous thing that has ever happened to you at uh, your realizing your life job? isn't as bad? <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely like people are interesting sometimes, and one of the funniest things was when my waitress had a table. This person uh, turned out to be a performer and scared my waitress away because. He shoved a spoon in his nose because, you know, he usually does it with nails and stuff and is actually a clown. Um, that was really funny. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, they were, there was a band shooting a music video and they're like, hey, can you like use your bar to like change or whatever? Like, we'll buy drinks and take shots, whatever. Like, yeah, sure, fine. They're just going to run around Montrose. Mm. <laughs> Real quick question. Hypothetically, if a bar was needed for a scene in a movie, like, you know, like, we can just walk up to them and be like, hey, I want to shoot something in your fucking, your, your place of business here. Honestly, usually, like. That's fucking dope. Especially, like, you and, can and, go to most places yeah, and say there's that. There's a lot of places you can do that. But yeah, and I just remember, like, they're like, oh, we're going to change real quick. I got really upset because this guy looked way better than any miniskirt I've ever worn and just was like the most beautiful prostitute running down Westheimer (laughs) 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 being chased by uh, two women in stilettos. What was this music video? Uh, It's the Death on the Rocks music video by Patterns. (laughs) But yeah, it was, uh, it's pretty great. Waiting for YouTube. Those are some pretty wild stories. Yeah, I'm sure that, like, every, I'm pretty sure every shift there's always something. There's there's always going to be something because alcohol is involved and, you know, usually that's not boring. So. Going to watch that later. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, What's your favorite drink to make? God, that was exactly what I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah. Not bad. I... To make and drink, I really like any kind of cocktails that have egg whites in them. So, like, gin fizz is probably one of my favorites. It's kind of a pain in the ass to make because there's just a lot of shaking required. Like, an unnecessary... Well, it's a necessary amount, but it's a lot. But egg whites and drinks, especially with, like, gin and, like, lemon and stuff, it's just a really... It's almost like a milkshake without milk because I don't like milk. And it's got booze in it. Neat. Best of both worlds. Yeah. Screw almond milk. I'm just gonna drink gin fizz until I pass out. What's <laughs> okay? So what's the worst drink? Uh, I 
Vegas bombs just because they're ordered in such an obnoxious quantity. It sounds like a drink that would be ordered <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and I mean, I work. What, yeah. what is a Vegas bomb? Vegas bomb is Crown Royal, peach schnapps, um, little sweet and sour, and Red Bull. And I know, like, shots in general, good. it is good. Shots in general, like, everyone's going to make stuff a little bit differently. And it's good, but Vegas bombs are very popular, and it's usually like, can I get 10 Vegas bombs? <laughs> yep, yeah. all right, 10 Vegas bombs, neat. And anytime a place puts a drink on special, like we have days where we have margaritas on special, mm. so you're just making margaritas 9,000 times. Jeez. And they're ordering it because it's cheap, so you're just not going to make any money off of it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Always tip your bartender. Or we might throw limes at you because there's an abundance of those And they the should. <laughs> we deserve it. I'm going to do that next time somebody like just doesn't leave a tip. I'm going to wait until they're walking out the door and just mm-hmm. pelt a lime at their head. Okay. Have you- Here, no, another question. I'm sorry. What, what drink do you make? When you get those customers who were like, surprise me. Ooh. Uh, I feel like my blood boiling. <laughs> I don't mind. I will honestly ask, like, okay, if you prefer light or dark liquor, because mm-hmm. that matters. And if they want something that's, like, fruity and super sweet or not. And kind of go from there because, you know, so-and-so might, like, want something like a pina colada and you serve them like an old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to surprise you that much. All right. Uh, here, actually, this will be fun. I uh, let's pretend I'm ordering like, you know, whatever the fuck, like go ahead and treat me. Like I'm one of those people like, uh, who are like, don't know what they want. And just is like, Oh, make me something fun. Entertain me. All right. I, I don't know what I want. Um, make me, and you know, surprise me. All right. Well, do you prefer light or dark liquor? <sighs> dark. Dark? Yeah. All right. You okay with rum? I love rum, actually. Okay. Do you want it sweet or how about spicy? Spicy. Ooh, girl, I got you. Have you ever had a dark and stormy? You're going to love it. I don't know what that is. You're about to. (laughs) Yes. Sold. (laughs) She wants you right there. (laughs) That's exactly. And, like, right now I'm actually drinking, so that's a fairly, like, you know, like realistic exchange there. Yeah, that's also the complete opposite of what you've been drinking. <laughs> yeah, I know. You've been drinking fruity right. and light. I know, but like, you know, okay, like, energy drinks are, don't, like, I don't know, I don't like them with, like, dark liquor. A dark know? and stormy? Yeah, I, I prefer to say I have something more fruity with, like, my energy drink, you know? I remember last time I was in Vegas, it's really I more had a drink. what I have. That was so good. They called it the adult chocolate milk, and it was, like, rum chata... And like milk and a bunch of other shit, but it was super fucking good. I love rum chata. I think it's incredibly underrated just because. Have you ever put that shit in coffee? No. Put rum chata in your coffee and it's amazing. I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah. Yeah. I turned to Bailey's. I I put Bailey's in coffee as well. (laughs) I I had to stop keeping whiskey at home because it just was like. I love whiskey in my coffee. Why am I drunk at 10 a.m.? 
Do you, is there? Have you ever had like a, a night where you're just like getting drunk with your customers? I personal, and I know it's it's happened a lot. Um, not a lot, but people kind of expect that. I am more so of the mindset that I don't like drinking at work, mm-hmm. especially because like. I'd rather do my job well and mm-hmm. make as much money as possible. Like, mm-hmm. Driving factor. Yeah. I mean, I've maybe taken, like, they're, like, insisting on buying a shot. I'm like, I'll take a shot. Or I'll make myself a shot that's, like, seven up in grenadine. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, she goes down. I'm like, no, fuck that. Um, I've always suspected that. Because that's yeah. exactly what I would fucking do. That's yeah. how you, you don't, just you like don't, take you some don't, sprite. You don't want to insult fucking, them. Yeah. That's like, how you they're get trying it to too. hang out. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, you don't want to insult yeah. them. But also, you don't want to drink your product. Yeah, and I mean, stealing. there's lots of times that. Well, I mean, if after, they're paying for after it. After I get off. If they're paying for it, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I'm like, still drink the sprite, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's been times like after I get off work and I'll have like a couple drinks, like a shift drink, and the next bartender takes over and I'll hang out with my customers because I've been talking to them all day. So. But, yeah, while I'm working, I don't like drinking. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Or else it would be the opposite. We would prefer to drink. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would I... Um, there are times where I just want to chug the drink that I give them. It's just like, I need this more than you. It's <laughs> like, hey, man, buy one for yourself. Like, here. <laughs> like I'm going to go put this in the bag for later. Right. Like, I'll drink it, though, eventually. No, I want to chug it in front of them. I'm just uh, be like, I need this more than you. <laughs> And there are days, like, there's, like, days when I'm closing at work, <laughs> and basically my closing ritual whenever I do have to close is I'll make myself the strongest drink, <laughs> which is usually something really tacky, like an audios motherfucker that I can just, like, sip on while, mm-hmm. after I've clocked out, <laughs> and I'm closing. And I'll also play a Taylor Swift as loud as I fucking can. <laughs> <laughs> That'll clear out the bar. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Everyone just gets really. What is happening? Yo, actually, um, it's kind of a little unrelated, maybe, but like, um, I used to go to this club uh, when I lived in Florida. God, fuck Florida. Fuck all. If you're from Florida, fuck you. By the way. Um. Anyway, uh, when I lived in Florida for like a quick minute, uh, I used to go to cut to Kevin's dad. Love you too, son. (laughs) (laughs) Um. There's a. I used to go to Pleasant Town. I used to go to this bar, and at the end of every night, they would play closing time. It was the best thing in the world, but it made leaving so sad because I wanted to hear the rest of the song. See, and that's a thing. You can't play a good song because then your entire drunk, like all these drunks are going to start singing along. Exactly. Can you leave? I don't want to hear your rendition of Journey. (laughs) (laughs) So do you have like a phrase or like something like just something you say like to get everyone out of the bar get the fuck out <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. what he said no I <laughs> get the fuck out I want to go home you people drive me to drinking okay <laughs> <laughs> nothing like you don't have to go home but you can't stay here I know I should nothing. come up with like a witty like catchphrase of yeah. like get the fuck out something <laughs> just be known by that's pretty cool too everyone's like hey that's that one you know, we gotta get the fuck out <laughs> And just like then you just encourage people to stay damn it <laughs> okay uh, 
All right, hold up, hold up, hold up. You haven't been asking enough questions. You should I haven't been asking enough yeah. questions. I feel like he has. You've been at like for the sure last I've minute. More questions than you. I feel like we've all adequately asked and like. Yeah, okay. I may not have asked a lot of questions, but I have put a lot of time on the microphone too. <laughs> yeah, but Mostly whether or not murder. that should be seen as a quality <laughs> or not. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, I'm asking questions. Let's talk about some shit then. All right, yeah. I could tell you about the time that uh, I chugged uh, Jack and Coke with the customer at work, but that's not your job. Though. So I mean, like, I don't care about that time. Yeah, right. right? Yeah, at so- what job? At my job. <laughs> <laughs> at my job. <laughs> they were just like, "Hey, can I get some Jack and Coke?" It's like, "Yeah, you know what? I want to try that stuff too. <laughs> Let's try it together, man." Yeah. So you know, <laughs> responsibility. <laughs> I've had days like there's, I think my, there's alcohols that I'll, I have to serve, and you know how you've all had like that one alcohol that you almost die, and you're like, I will never touch this again, because I feel like everybody has one. Tequila. Oh yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not allowed to touch tequila. It's not even like really my own rule. Like it was a rule that was bestowed upon me. <laughs> Yeah, and that's one of the that's one of the things because somebody will like order it, and obviously like I'm bartending, and just how far can I get my face away from my arm while I'm making oh. this drink and not not looking like I'm completely disgusted? But I am because yeah, there's there's some weird stuff out there. Mine is mine is Jaeger. I can't do Jaeger. It smells too much Jaeger like licorice. Yeah, well, no, no. I used no, to do weird. Jaeger all the time until one day when I was you know, younger, totally of a legal age. <laughs> uh, I thought it would be a good idea to go to SeaWorld and I'm going to be really sneaky and put a whole bottle of Jaeger in a Camelback and mix it with blue Gatorade so I stay hydrated because that made a lot of sense in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's fucked up? I've actually used that exact logic before. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, and it was summer, and it was SeaWorld, and I was, like, pretty pretty invested in this beverage of mine. I wonder how many roller coasters I can ride. I didn't puke, but, like, I really did want to die. And, I'm no, not doing Jaeger ever again. Did it not occur to you to drink anything else? I mixed it with Gatorade. I thought that was going to just do the trick. <laughs> hey, you're still standing, so I mean, right? Something I'm worked. actually sitting, but here we are. Oh. <laughs> uh, fuck it. Einstein. Okay. But, um, okay. Um, Alright, so, like, when I watch TV sometimes, there's a bar scene where, like, uh, oh, or a Cheers fucking love cheers anyway um like there's always like someone talking about like their sad day or something at the bar how often does that actually happen where someone's like my wife fucking divorced me every single day so like bars are truly like the place where like the fucking what's the what's the right word i'm trying to come up with like something therapy I don't Vince. know if we should call that therapy Vince. because it might make other people think that drinking Alco- is alcohol therapy. Is, alcohol is not the answer. It's a solution. It's, it's a place to start. <laughs> it's not a problem. It's a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, these yeah, days no, we have a bar in our fucking living room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that does really happen a lot, and it's like uh, was like it, someone coined the term like barstool therapy. <laughs> um, and it's it's fine, really. Like I'm. I usually don't have a problem with it. Like I said, like if you're a good bartender and you're trying to do your job well, like more so than like anybody can really make a drink, you know, and just based on the laws, like all drinks are going to have the same amount of liquor in it. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to try, if you're trying to be like a good bartender, you actually have to connect with your clientele. Yeah. So I, sometimes that's what they're there for. And you like just hang out and it, like, basically acknowledge them like it's part of your job too because you do work with people yeah what's your favorite drink to make what's, i don't know if we, we did that one <laughs> yeah we literally already did that any point actually like i kind of want to no not that one it was what was your first drink that you made oh my god oh and like just to clarify first ever no, I mean as a bartender. No, ever. And then Both. as a bartender. Yes. The first drink I ever made was probably Kool-Aid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Smart ass. Okay. Hey, Which is why I said as a bartender. Uh, I don't... Kool-Aid's not a horrible chaser, though. I really, I really do not know what the first like drink I would have made was. It was probably honestly it was probably something really easy and not fit, like a jack and coke or a rum and coke because mm. rum and coke was my first drink can't go wrong rum and coke is good i'm pretty yeah. sure my my first drink ever was whiskey no oh. no i'm lying it was like watermelon pucker or something i stole in my parents cabinet <laughs> um, that's gotta be it <laughs> you ever um deal with any customers that actually pass out have blackout moments um you are yet every witness i've anybody, seen it happen you know? and yeah. i mean that's kind of one that's part of your job like if you over serve someone as a bartender like and anything happens it falls on you yeah so you're and responsible but obviously like any bar like people can come in already super intoxicated and like i see them, like they'll start falling asleep at the bar and I'm like i haven't even served you and you just i just you gotta go bye <laughs> eat okay. some pizza actually a uh, legitimate question because i when when I became uh, legal to go to uh, bars, actually, something I used to do because I didn't like bar prices was I would pregame before I went to every fucking bar I went to. <laughs> so I would be, like, just barely tipsy. I've always been pretty good about staying where I need to. Like, I haven't made another drink for a fucking reason. But, like, um, I would always pregame and get myself, like, a little fucking ready and then, like, buy one or two fucking drinks and, like, that'd yeah. be fucking it. How often is that... Do, like have you noticed that that is a thing oh yeah like i think that's a thing anywhere that's a thing before it's, anything is yeah pre-gaming. i mean that's that's why there's such a culture for like like tailgating for mm-hmm. sports so i mean more often than not it happens and i'm i'm okay with it if you're trying to get to a certain point like i'm not i'm not gonna serve you if you're like just blitzed off your ass but from my perspective if you're coming out like you have a set amount of money then, that you're going to go drink with, so you pre-gamed, 
Like, I would rather that than you nickel and dime me because you can't get to the point that you're wanting to be at mm. because mm-hmm. you didn't pregame. As, you, as long as you're responsible for it and, like, everyone knows themselves better than anybody else. Like, if you're responsible about it and you're being responsible and you're not, like, causing any problems, like, do what you're going to do. All right, man. How many bar fights have you witnessed? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, a lot. <laughs> okay, actually, so better question. Many. What's the best bar fight? And when I say best, I mean, like, objectively the most entertaining to watch bar mm. fight. And I want you to describe it all. <laughs> uh, college kids are terrible, so it's not even, like, noteworthy. Yeah. Just a lot of, a lot of bro talk. Um, bro talk. Bro talk. <laughs> like a few uh, shoves, and then one of them walks away, and then they blow each other afterwards. I think. I think more so why this fight was so funny was just the commentary that was going on on the sidelines, um, and it wasn't on the premises. It like you know started because someone was arguing in a bar, um, and these two ladies. And they, they took it outside. Cool, whatever, like, deal with your shit. Um, but yeah, they, they were just, like, going at it. And it wasn't even just, like, wimpy sort of fighting either. Like, they were, like, tooth and nail out. And what I guess, like, one of them had, like, some hair pieces and, like, extensions or something. Oh, that's always how that goes. <laughs> and <laughs> the other girl, like, pulled it out <laughs> and, like... <laughs> Just random bystander. I don't know if he was there the whole time. If he was walking by, he just sees this like hairpiece get thrown and kind of <laughs> and kind of you know wander off in the breeze. And he just says, "Holy shit, a tumble weave!" And I <laughs> lost my shit. <laughs> and now anytime. I'm, like, walking around, cause, and, like, you'll see that. You'll see random hair pieces, like, on the sidewalk, and just in my mind, I'm, like, a great battle happened here. happened <laughs> here. That is amazing. Okay. All right. Uh, so, and I'm going to take a personal break real quick. You guys can keep going. Yeah, like, you have different groups of customers, but, like, for... Like different sporting events or like different, I don't know what kind of other activities really would like bring in a crowds into a bar. Um, there's a lot. I mean, and it's also based on like location of where your bar is at. Um, I work on a college campus, so yeah, there's a lot of college games. Then there's like graduation or finals. Like holy crap, mm. <laughs> everybody is drinking for finals, and I don't blame them. <laughs> like. Those were terrible when I went through that years ago. Um, but, I mean, you know, there's, like, downtown bars, and obviously there's going to be a bunch of different events downtown that are going to bring in different crowds, whether it's sports or music or conventions even. Mm-hmm. So, no. Is there any group in particular that you like, that you really prefer would be there more you know like you don't want to have to deal with this group of people um and these group of people are more tolerable <laughs> yeah. um no 
I wouldn't say like specifically any group. Like every bar is gonna have their regulars, so, and it's usually very eclectic. Like especially being a bartender, I talk and interact with a lot of people that I wouldn't normally like just casually conversate with, and I think it's you know, vice versa. Same for a lot of customers. Like I have customers from all walks of life that, you know, probably don't hang out with like and talk about like their work life or you know how they're having a baby and all this stuff with like the punk rock mohawk chick like but it's cool like Mm -hmm. you know people are people (laughs) so i don't mind it basically rule of thumb is if you're an asshole you're an asshole and that's that's about yeah the only time the only kind of people i don't want to deal with but you know sports groups come in and even if it's like a sport I don't like or whatever aside from like the crazy cheering that just you know happens sometimes and usually scares the crap out of me because <laughs> I, I'm not watching whatever is going on and then you just hear like 30 people scream at the same time because <laughs> touchdown or goal or whatever and like man I'm not even gonna lie like I have literally jumped or spilled what something just like jumping and being scared and shocked but at the same time like it's fun everyone's having fun so i wish we had a bar at our place i know like uh, we're supposed to turn the satellites into bars yeah it would be cool because at one time i was like oh you know bartending would be kind of cool to learn i would rather like like, serving than what we do now yeah it's cool it's like it's it's a nice thing to know just because you can usually have a little side hustle or something Mm -hmm. like pick up random shifts or yeah. stuff like that. And you know how to make drinks on mm-hmm. a whim. So it's like, as long as you have this and this, I can make this. Anytime. a bunch of random shit into a game. Oh, yeah. I do. Here you go, drink this. Yeah. I, fuck you up. I promise to be you. honest, I still do that at work <laughs> sometimes. I'm like, I wonder what this would taste like together. Mm-hmm. I'm going to name it something dumb because I can. Yeah, um. I don't know. I used to I used to work at a coffee shop, so that's what I would do. I would yeah. just, like mix flavors and do all this stuff. So like bartending is literally the same thing, just the opposite time of day. It really is. It's, it's basically just understanding flavor profiles. Yeah. Like. Yeah. But My yeah. palate is broken. <laughs> yeah, <I was> broken. Anything <laughs> can go down. Like, Fuck me up, please. <laughs> yeah, I did. A, I did like craft cocktail bartending for a while, and I learned a lot. It's you know, I was at a, a restaurant where you know we have a hundred different types of whiskey. Like, why do you need a hundred different types of whiskey? It's all whiskey. <laughs> yeah. But I learned a lot there. I learned my least favorite liqueurs, which, for the record, whoever decided to make an artichoke-based liqueur. Ooh. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's bad. Dang, this should some people like, I mean, some people like bitter things. And just... It's not... Yeah. Who, who makes alcohol out of artichokes? Ward White dudes. <laughs> It sounds like a white person. Artichokes. You know who that sounds like? That sounds like Henry Selfridge. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's add to the list. Search up the artichoke. <laughs> it's called a chinar. Chinar. Right. Yeah. Hold on. Fuck it. Well, might as well uh, search up who made that potato liquor, man, too. The potato liquor? Yeah. That potato liquor. <laughs> they all gone. Everybody. Everybody. This is the sound of my death. <laughs> oh my gosh. Evidently. It's just a thud sound. <laughs> <laughs> I 
right. So, Kevin. Oh, Selfridge up? was born Robert Oliver Selfridge. Kill him. <laughs> Make him die. No, he now. was born too. Never mind. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we're like they moved to during Jackson, this interview Michigan. we're actually looking for people to put a <laughs> fucking head out on on a podcast what? likely nobody like four or five people are gonna listen yeah. to this is not the like, same person this is the same person yeah Harry what, Gordon what if you Selfridge. found out that like you were related to him <laughs> like I don't care okay as soon as I find out that that motherfucker is a member of my bloodline I will separate him no, we're going to end the bloodline. <laughs> end it right now. I'll kill myself. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to run the risk. All right? Fuck, dude. I imagine, okay, what if we're talking downward fucking spiral here. What if somebody was like took it from a level of the customer's always right to the worker is always wrong? Ooh, that'd be fucking dark. And that's like, pretty much what it's saying, right? Like the people you're you're that are serving you are wrong about everything. Technically not, but yeah, I guess so maybe. Has have I don't any, know, okay. Have I've been drinking have, and I'm kind of in the spirit of this interview, you know? Like Have any of you have the have had the customer that's like, "Oh, the customer is always right." Yes. You have yes, I, I have. haven't had him yet. I've Okay, technically I didn't have him. Mm-hmm. Uh what happened actually was um Ah, uh, God, who was it? I think it was uh, it was actually Kyle when he was manager still. Mm. Uh, he uh, he was working, and uh, somebody like one of these like fucking uh, you know one of those rich corporate white boys like mm. uh, uh, was like uh, the customer is always right, and I literally heard him say that fucking line, oh, and man. I fucking bursted out laughing. Luckily, I was like a little <laughs> bit in the back. You know, so I don't think he heard me, but fuck him if he didn't. If he did, I don't give a shit. But, like, uh, he actually said that line, and Kyle was just like, because Kyle was one of those badass managers who wouldn't fucking fold. You know what I mean? Like, there's a few managers we have that'll fold, but Kyle wasn't fucking one of them. If you fucking, like, mouthed off to Kyle, he'd be like, fuck you, go away. Like, I'm not going to help you, go home. Yeah, like, he wouldn't like, fold like some of the other managers we have. Like, he, he fucking, he was like, nah, dude, we can't help you, go away. It's like that lady who tried, like, to, it's like that lady who tried to give me the digger icy out the trash. I'm like, what? you're not getting an icy. Fuck like, that. Yeah, she, uh, the rule is if you th- if you throw your thing away, if like if you drop it, you can bring it back and we'll swap it out, but you have to bring back the cup. Well, she didn't. She threw it away like most dumbass customers do. And so I was like, okay, well, I can't give it to you until you bring me back the old one. And immediately she's got an attitude. She's like, it's in the trash. Dig it out the trash. Like, you dig Fuck. it out the trash. It's your job. Oh, hell no. And I was like, you're not getting an icy. <laughs> like, straight <laughs> up. I was like, okay, you're not going to get it because... I'm not digging it out the trash. That's not me. <laughs> like, you threw it away. Uh, listen, bitch, I don't get hazmat pay. Yeah. All right? Like... Yeah. Her embarrassed daughter ended up doing it for her. Oh. Yeah. You need new parents. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she has kids for. That's what she has kids for. Right. To do that. Right. The only instance I've had the customer is always right. Uh, thrown in my face was. Uh, our drink limit. We can only serve a customer one uh, alcoholic beverage per ID. Mm-hmm. So they get mad. They're like, oh, my people are in the movie right now. Like, do they have to come out and bring their ID? Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm telling you. Dude. What happened to the customer is always right. I want both of my drinks. It died with fucking McDonald's. I'm sorry. Well, like, I can't that's what fucking your... happened. <laughs> I can't give you either of your drinks now, so <laughs> I'm sorry. Inter- yeah. Interestingly enough, while we're on this subject specifically, do you remember that episode of SpongeBob where Mr. Krabs like started that like uh, fucking like uh, fucking put up that placard? It was like the customer is always right and he fucking stood by it and squidward was like fucking like nobody (laughs) nobody fucking remembers i vaguely remember it but like squidward lost his shit that would yeah i I vaguely remember it and like it it took it to an extreme of course that would you know it's spongebob it's a fucking cartoon but like uh like uh he was like ask i think it was plankton actually uh, Plankton came in. He was like, "Oh, the customer's always right. I'm gonna do my plankton schemes," and like, uh, he <laughs> made him like schemes. fucking like prepare a bath for him and shit. If I remember, it was a long fucking time ago. But he was like doing absurd, requesting absurd shit, and Squidward had to keep keep fucking doing it. Uh, anyway, like whenever somebody says that, I may think you watch too fucking too much fucking cartoons. That's not how this fucking works in real life. I think my whole problem is uh, I can be nice and all. And one of my barbacks actually brought her. Uh, I have a really hard time not rolling my eyes if something stupid is said. Oh, same. Uh, and I've gotten better, not at not rolling my eyes, but like turning away so it is not seen. Mm-hmm. And when I did work at like this craft, you know, doing craft cocktails, which is a different kind of clientele. Um, my barback made a game of counting how many times I would roll my eyes in a shift. <laughs> and he lost count. <laughs> Apparently. It was, that was a day. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the customer is always right. They, I don't, I don't think I really had to deal with it with like a sober person that I couldn't just be like, fuck off, you're drunk and no I'm not giving you shit but Mm -hmm. I have done retail before and that was the bane of my existence working the like customer service area at Mm -hmm. a Kohl's where did these people get all these coupons like (laughs) (laughs) actually um (laughs) interestingly enough I I haven't spent a whole lot of time on the dark web but there are legitimate, like, sites for, like, fucking, I guess, like, uh, I, I don't know, I don't understand how, like, uh, why this happens, but there are coupons that are sold in bulk or whatever on uh, the dark web. I'm not even shitting you. I'm sure someone out there, like, maybe, like, I don't know, like, most of our listeners to, like, any of our shit or like, my friends, I... I'm sure one of those motherfuckers knows exactly what I'm talking about. But, like, there are actual, like, coupon, like, uh, bulks you can buy on the dark web that are, like, technically illegal or some shit like that. I don't like, fucking they, understand that. Are, are, are they, like, coupons for drugs? Like, no, no. Like it's, actual... like, the most normal shit. <laughs> okay. All right? Like, so, I've seen some for diapers and shit. And I'm so just like, who's on the dark web? 
looking buying at... fucking Kohl's coupons. Okay. okay, so you say this, and then you imagine Karen shopping at Kohl's <laughs> after getting her shipment of illegal coupons from the dark web. Yes. It makes so much sense. It doesn't like, make there sense. There is such a thing as illegal coupons. I don't know how it works. I, you know, I'm not that savvy on like the fucking criminal scene, but like, imagine going out learning how to buy shit on the dark web and using that money to buy fucking coupons. Remember back in the day when the dark web had Silk Road? Now oh, they have Silk Road. I mean, I don't know what that is. Now Who? Just, I don't. Now they have one for coupons. Like that that's how far Yeah, they you could buy those from what I hear, you wait, no, this is my podcast. Fuck you. On uh, Silk Road. On yeah, Austin, sir, like, I, I think Silk Road's Silk already Road. busted yeah, anyway. Silk Road's busted. I anyway, um actually I used to go on Silk Road for stuff and uh there was coupons that you could buy coupons on fucking Silk Road. Yeah. Like crazy. actual like normal fucking convenience store coupons. Not even joking. There are specialized sites on the dark web for fucking coupons yeah. as and well I, as I many like other horrible atrocities missed opportunity because i want to find coupons for illegal shit like right <laughs> 50 dollars off your rub and tug or something like that <laughs> <laughs> do those coupons exist <laughs> my inward coupon <laughs> just a book full of them <laughs> fuck unlimited ones man the n-word <laughs> oh, wait so my question is now like as a member of the lgbt community can i hand out coupon like sell people coupons for like dropping fag bombs like am i allowed to do that well, you should bring that up at the next LGBT movie. I'm going to do that. All right. One of our secret meetings where all of us gather that no, none of the straight people know about. This Saturday? Yeah. That one over by uh, quite a, a destination. I'm not allowed to tell anyone. No, I'm just kidding. It would be fucking hilarious if someone <laughs> thought there were actual like fucking LGBT community like meetings where we were just like fucking doing crazy shit. Anyway. That's kind of off subject, eh? We've spent like a surprisingly amount, surprisingly large amount of time in this pot, in this specific episode, talking about our work. <laughs> we didn't <laughs> like, even ask you about what is your future. No, done... Actually, yes, yeah. that's a fine question. What do you uh, intend to do with your future? <laughs> What's your future? Um, I don't. Yeah, that's pers- kind of a loaded question. <laughs> future wise, um. I have thought about opening, like, my own restaurant bar. Um, I've been told I should a few times, which is pretty encouraging. Um, But I do want to wait because I know it entails, like, I've done, like, GM work and stuff and, like, ran, run businesses. But I just don't feel like working 70 hours a week at this point in my life like probably wait like a few years before I want to do that because I do like having like freedom like I bartend and I can survive on working three days a week which is nice like when bills get paid and whatnot and I have four days to actually enjoy and do whatever I want to do around that as much as and I like it I don't necessarily want to be a bartender forever because, you know, unless there was a point where you can actually get benefits and get, like, hourly pay, then I would consider otherwise, but I don't want to, like, 
really, uh, what's the word? I don't plan on it being like end all be all. If I did stay in the industry though, I would probably just end up opening my own place. What kind of theme would you go for? All right, I'm totally copywriting this. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I've always wanted to start a nacho bar. A nacho? That sounds yeah. like the best idea. <laughs> I really. But it has to have like all the fucking fixings. No, no, like, like literally, like you know, you can go to a pizza place and you can, like southwestern kind of pizza and like hamburger themed pizzas. I'm gonna do like I just want to do like nachos, really cheap what overhead. It- like, can you imagine? I want. I really want to get like bulgogi nachos, like Korean nachos. Would it be like a buffet kind of deal? No, it'd be like order your nachos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because a buffet you'd have to buffet like. Buffet would be like. I don't. I do not trust fucking... sneeze guards, and I am positive that like the zombie apocalypse is probably gonna start with the golden corral chocolate fountain because the kids <laughs> stuck their boogers in it. Oh, <laughs> golden corral. Is God worst. damn it! Now I can't eat a golden corral. Golden corral is the worst of the worst. It's true, though. It like, if, if you is. have to go back and think about the reason of why sneeze guards exist at restaurants, mm-hmm. like, does it really work though? No, they don't. It really does it. It's it a guard. Doesn't. Yeah. It's a guard. It's not like <laughs> iron so wall protection. <laughs> well, now I have to go through like a few weeks where I can't eat at a buffet. But like, uh, I wanted to go eat Chinese tomorrow after work too. <laughs> 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 I can't know. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I love buffets. One of my favorite restaurants is a buffet, but no, it's just that Golden Corral chocolate fountain. That's that's the end all be all of the human race because some like I believe it. I you do. know, some anti vaxxed kid is gonna stick his boogers in there and Oh, better yet, like like <laughs> The situ the the situation. For the record, the kid's not anti-vax. No. <laughs> yeah, of course, because that's the thing now. Like the kid is a know. victim of anti-vax. <laughs> yeah. Now what's gonna happen is like uh, somebody's gonna get off work from their like secret military job where they're fucking with like you know viruses and shit. They're just gonna be like, you know what? On my way home <laughs> from fucking like dealing with these lethal fucking like one hundred percent fatality bio fucking like. Resident Evil fucking Umbrella Corp fucking viruses. Chocolate I'm just fountain. gonna, you know, fuck it. I feel like Chocolate Fountain. And then they're gonna, like, oops, dropped a fucking, like, T virus into the goddamn. <laughs> like, th- that's how it's gonna fucking go. It's gonna, like, go up a whole another level. Yep, told you. Resident Evil. Stars. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody grows like six oh. eyes out of their fucking right arm, like. Oh yeah. Um. Do you have the list of questions there? That's pretty much it. Like we went through like all ours and then all the ones on the show. Okay, actually, here's another one. It might have been said because I took like a second break, but um. What advice would you have for anyone else who was thinking about being mm, a bartender? Good one. And then um, I have one more after that. Advice, like, honestly, know your job. Like, know the laws so you're protecting yourself, really, because there are, there are mm. a lot of implications. Know your laws, and you're never going to know, like, every drink. Like, 
I still look drinks up all the time. Like, okay, I can make this. And a lot of it, it really is, like, just kind of fake it till you make it. Like, you kind of do have to have a, a sense of, like, even if it's false confidence, just to, like, deal with those situations. Especially mm-hmm. if you ever have to, like, cut people off or anything like that. Like, sometimes it is really hard to confront people in those situations. But even if you're not that kind of person, you have a hard time bringing stuff like that up and you do want to go to just fake it and go top secret for like any service industry because there are always people that piss you off if you work at a restaurant or a bar that has a walk-in cooler everybody goes in there to scream at some point <laughs> so or cry or whatever kind of day it is that's that's definitely it but like it's cool and it's like you can learn a lot of stuff and bartending you can be creative with it but really, advice would be, like, know the laws so you know your job and just cover your own ass on that. And then, you know, have confidence being in that sitting, like, behind the bar. Don't be, you know, chauvinistic or arrogant, but have confidence and, you know, get to know your clientele. Um, so what, what drink would you make for someone who just turns 21? Uh... <laughs> Okay, more specifically, actually, we should ask, because, like, most people don't pick up their drink, first drink at 21. What would you pick for somebody who's never had alcohol or is new to well, alcohol? I mean, I was trying to gear the question towards Isaac's birthday, but thanks, Kevin. <laughs> okay, well, both. <laughs> both. All right. All right. Uh, not, if like, they've never limit. had, like, alcohol, it'd probably, it would be, like, a mixed drink where there's more volume, like, to alcohol. Like, yeah. any drink you get, whether it's a rum and coke in a short glass, a shot, or, like, something that's mixed in a pint glass or a Collins glass, just, like, you know, 12 ounces, is going to have, like, 1.5 ounces of liquor unless it's a double. So if they've never had alcohol, I'd probably make them something in, like, a taller glass, whatever cocktail just so, like, it'll take them longer to drink it and they don't get, like, too messed up. Because if they don't know how alcohol affects them, like, it's kind of one of those things, like, they don't know how to gauge it and mm-hmm. you have to be careful and, like, help keep an eye on them in that case. Um, if it's, you know, a celebratory kind of drink, like, the just turn 21. Drink, yes. yeah. First legal yeah. drink, like, we're going to do shots about it. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's, that's, how that's usually yeah. it. Like, Shots oh, I like just turned 21. Thing. I've been drinking. I'm going to get a beer. No, no like, no, no. I'll make you a shot. Well, Kevin, sign us You've off. been listening. Yeah, okay, hold on. Okay, I guess. <laughs> Listen more. We have more content coming. Trust At me. Some this, point. Is this it good? Time. I can't promise that. <laughs> yeah, right? Eventually. But will it be over an hour each interview? I promise you that it will be. Yeah, hold yes. on. Will I be solely responsible for finding every fucking guest we find? Well, probably. No, we have one who lives in our house. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have to eventually do Chris whenever he has time with his yeah. two fucking jobs. Yeah, that he doesn't need. <laughs> what a trooper, though. Truly. Yeah, yeah. actually, uh, hold on. Let's let's point some attention to that. Normally, we have four dudes here to do the interview. <laughs> uh, just one of them is, like, he's a fucking work guy. You know, like, he works two jobs uh, lately. He wasn't here today, but he would have been plenty of fun, too. And I'm sure with the... We'll probably release the other episodes before this one, so 
you'll know who the fuck we're talking about. Um, well, if they listen to the D&D podcast, they would. They probably won't listen. Uh, honestly, a lot of the... I imagine there's going to be a lot of people listening to this who have never heard I will tell you, do not it's listen to our D&D podcast. <laughs> yes. It, this is better. Just keep listening to Unless this. Unless you want ear cancer. Oh, the holiday specials are okay. You. Yeah, the specials are good. Yeah, listen to the specials. Dodge the rest, though. I'm a shitty DM. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, like, if you, if you like this, fucking... Whatever you're listening on, fucking like it or whatever shit is on there, I guess. Yeah. Um, we're not the at bell. the point where we beg for money yet. So there's probably not going to be that point. <laughs> no, there's going to be that point. I intend to make money. There's um, going to be the point where, yeah, we get paid to do things, but I don't think. <laughs> and so, y'all, we're, we're not doing this for y'all. I'm on a Patreon. We're doing actually. this for us. And y'all listening, okay? So. I don't know what else thing. am I supposed to say after that. You guys are like along for the ride. <laughs> if y'all enjoy it, then good. If y'all don't, then fucking rip it, on though. it. Please rip on it. I want to hear <laughs> you rip on Actually, it. Actually, yeah. Any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, Especially. Shit talk, yeah, yeah, shit talk the fuck out of it. Shit actually. the fuck out of this episode. <laughs> everywhere. Um, Bash it. Listen to it a thousand times. A thousand times. And exactly. like it ironically. Yeah, get like a shirt. Subscribe. Okay? We, we don't ironically. have merchandise yet, but like make a T-shirt, and if people are gonna be like, "Oh, what's that?" Be like, "It's some shitty fucking podcast that I listen yeah. to." And if this is the part that you're thinking to yourself, why is this guy finally deciding to talk when the whole interview he had a chance? Then say something about it. <laughs> yeah, please. Be like, "Where's Chris, our favorite person?" You know who he is. Nobody. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck. Ooh. Chris is listening to you through the vents. We'll right just now, record. Dude. We'll just record. Chris. We'll just no, record reactions from Chris, and I'll like put them in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll just like have him say like four fucking words, like "Wow, okay," <laughs> and just like throw them in there, post that yeah. it, like <laughs> fucking skill. <laughs> But uh, anyways, this was the Four Dudes interview, interviewing Christina, the bartender. And, um, you know, I hope you uh, hope you enjoyed that. And if you didn't, uh, you know, suck a dick. Fuck you. We don't <laughs> care what you think. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>